It's the episode you've been waiting for, and it's the event I've been waiting to be over. The range, the stove, the oven from hell. I've been scammed in my life, and I've sort of scammed, but not really, in my life too. And I think that sometimes a scam or like being deceitful can sometimes be necessary. I talked about it with Rachel, and I think she perfectly summed it up. There's no excuse to scam anybody unless there are some cases, but like a, a tr- like an innocent, right? But at least if you're, fu- are you recording this? <laughs> yes. You always give me the good stuff and then I have to record it out secretly because you really are good at telling me stuff. You're so full of shit because you don't even listen to me. This is like the fifth time I've said like this exact thing. <laughs> no, it's not. I, but here's the thing. At least if somebody is struggling, like we all got to survive again, there's no excuse. But like if you're a struggling person who's like comes not from a lot, like, okay, that's one thing. But if you're somebody with all the fucking privilege in the goddamn world and you have like money and you live in a reached neighborhood, it's like, come on. Yeah, no, that's why. Yeah, better. better. Yeah, exactly. But like, I've never put anybody in harm's way. Listen, I've lied about my weight. I've lied about my age. I've lied about my whereabouts. I've lied a million times that I've been pregnant at events so that I can use like the bathroom indoors and not a porta potty, which is like probably a terrible thing to do. But like, I'm not sitting here saying that I am the most, you know, pious person in the world. Like, I've done bad shit before, but I've never like robbed somebody or put them in danger. And I also feel like I'm alive, even though I've been in dangerous situations because of my gut. So it pains me to tell you this story and that I didn't listen to my gut because my gut was right. And it's one thing to like blame someone for something that happens and be like, oh no, you fucking dragged me here. And then we got in trouble and like, but I have no one to blame but myself. And I have to live with the fact that I didn't trust my gut and that kills me. But it's a lesson. So there you go. So let me start at the beginning. I, for many of you who know, Rachel and I bought this incredible house in the suburbs, 100 years old, kitchen is a wreck. My oven was in the house when we bought it. It was a caloric from the 1980s. And Thanksgiving like destroyed this oven. And I, you know, I don't have the money to do an amazing kitchen reno. So I knew that I would have to get things one by one. The dishwasher broke. It was from like 1996. We replaced it. I knew the oven was going to crap out and it did. And so I was going to have to replace it. Our refrigerator is fine. Like one by one, little by little, we'll get this thing done. So my dear, dear friend who also happens to be my real estate agent knows that we want to redo the kitchen and that my dream was to have a double oven. And I love to cook. And a double oven to me is like riche. It's like the riche life. And I wanted one, but I was always like, they're 48 inches, which is too big. Now, that's a clutch thing to remember. I now am an expert when it comes to ranges, and they are typically 30 inches, 36, 48, and above. And typically, a 48-inch oven is a double oven but I can't fit it. And so when my dear friend messaged me that she had seen in her very prestigious and hard to get into mom Facebook group, 
that a woman was selling a 40-inch double oven range. She took a picture and she sent it to me and she was like, hey, are you like interested in this? Um, I see this woman is selling it. And I think 40 inches is something that you would be into. And it is because it's a very rare size of an oven. And I know I'm getting into semantics, but I'm setting the stage so you can understand how much I wanted this oven, okay? So I'm like, holy shit, 40 inches? Amazing. I don't have to, I could put it in right now and it would fit. This is perfect. So she introduced me to um, the woman selling the oven and I immediately crated the dog and hightailed my ass to South Pasadena. It felt too good to lose. And like, I was like, somebody's going to beat me to the punch. And so I've got to just like literally drop everything and go see this oven. I obviously looked up the house on Zillow before I went over there. And I'm like, oh, it's a nice house. And also South Pasadena is like the North Star. The school system is amazing. It's right by San Marino. It's a really nice neighborhood. I was like, these people, she's like in a mom Facebook group. Like this has to be legit. I'm still pretty new to Facebook Marketplace, but I'm like, this has to, this will be fine, right? So I arrive, I text the woman, we're going to call her Karen because that seems to be a name that would fit her, even though it's not her real name. So I text Karen, I'm like, yo, I'm at the house. She, the door opens and these two adorable little girls come out, probably like four and six years old. And the woman comes out, Karen, and she was like pretty cold. She kind of called out to her husband and I was trying to make small talk. And I'm like, your house is so wonderful. This is, this neighborhood is great. Like, could you kind of tell me about like what's going on with the oven? And she was pretty quiet and pretty cold. And her husband comes out and we walk to the back of their house. And it, I had Zillowed their house. So I'm like, oh, they, like there wasn't a pool in the Zillow post. So I'm like, oh, wow, they put it in a pool. He had the oven in what I guess what it's still a garage, but he's like, oh, we're converting this into a in-law unit and we're selling the oven because we can't put this one like it's not up to code, you know, whatever for the for the new addition. And I'm like, okay, that seems legit. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, well, when did you buy the oven? 2021. I'm like, it's only a year, year and a half old. Like, why are you selling it? You know, and he's like, oh, no, we would love this oven. We love this oven. It's an amazing oven. Everything works perfectly. But we just were not allowed to put it into our new in-law unit. And I was like, huh. And, I, you know, I did ask, well, what do you have in the house now? He's like, oh, we got a bigger oven. Now, I had seen photos from her house where it was literally built in. So I guess, which means that they built a 40-inch, like, area into their kitchen. And 40 inches, again, I just want to remind you, is not a standard size. So... I guess I should have kind of thought more about it, but I didn't because whatever, I was intoxicated by the idea of getting this like multiple thousand dollar oven at a really good deal. And I guess I just didn't ask that now. But what I did ask and I noticed was that the doors were a little bit off, like one wouldn't really close and you kind of had to move one of the doors over a little bit to close it. And the guy We'll call him Tim. Tim was like, no, 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 it's totally fine. You have to take off the doors to move the oven in and out of the house. So all you have to do is when you have your guys come and do it is adjust the um, spring. Seemed fair enough to me. There was even like stickers on the side of it. I'm like, this seems like fucking brand new. Like, I don't know what's going on. They kept stressing that I would have to make sure that my gas and my electrical like 
panel and everything was fine. And they kept saying, you got to call an Ilve technician to make sure, you know, they do it right. And they kept stressing it, which made me feel like they wanted me to feel good. Anyway, I immediately zelled them the money, held it until my contractor could go and pick it up. And when he did, he brought it. Everything looked cool. It was totally wrapped. And we put it in the garage. And 10 days later, my oven died after Thanksgiving. And so I started the process of like bringing my contractor back in to pay to have a new gas line put in, et cetera. So there was a lapse of about three weeks with the holidays. So it's December 20, I don't know, second. And my contractor comes right before Christmas to put in the oven. And, you know, the thing about Rachel with this house and it's a blessing and a curse. It's a curse only because it drives me crazy. But like nothing is getting past my wife. Like she sees everything, every crack, every scratch, like nothing is getting past her. And if you're a contractor, God bless you, because she's going to make sure you do everything right. And the guys are bringing in the oven and they're putting on the doors. And it just, again, like they couldn't figure it out. They're like, this is so weird. You know, we're adjusting the springs, like you said, we're trying to figure it out. It just like doesn't look right. I don't know what's going on. So Rachel really starts to look at the oven and she's like, I don't know, like something, it does not feel right. You know, those people said we should get an Ilve technician here. So that's what we should do. So I called up the brand and I was like, hey, can I give you the serial number? And we'll call this woman Mary. Mary from Ilve says to me, oh, no, um, you know, I, I need the purchase order number to see if there's a warranty because I'm thinking, oh, it's 2021. There's got to be a warranty on this thing. And she's like, but you know what? In the meantime, you should just have like a, 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 somebody come out. I'll give you a couple of names, whatever. I was like, thanks, Mary. Hang up the phone. So an Ilve technician comes out. Doesn't really speak much English. Um, cool company. I looked it up. It's Ukrainian owned. I wanted to support them. And he starts to look at the oven. And I was like, you know what? Why don't you just take this whole thing apart and really look at it? Because I, like the doors, it's just the doors don't look right. Rachel's looking at it and she's like, Oh my God, Liz, like look at the body of the oven. And it looked for me, I guess I don't have eagle eyes. It looks fine. You know what I mean? I was like, this thing is beautiful. I can't believe it's in the house. I'm like blinded, blinded by love, blinded by the deal I think that I just fucking got. And all of a sudden we start to really, really look at the shape of the oven. And it looks as though the entire oven is concaving and falling in itself. So Rachel's a G. She literally crawls underneath the oven with the technician there. This guy's like barely speaking any English. He's like, you guys are fucking nuts. And we see that the body of the oven is completely, completely bent. So I call up the brand again. Mary picks up the phone. I'm like, yo, Mary, is there any way that you can check the, um, like, I, I don't know, like maybe I need a new part. She sends me a part list. I'm like, no. I'm really looking at it. I'm like, no, no, no. I think it's like the body. She's like, well, listen, you know, without the purchase order date and the purchase order, I can't look up your uh, warranty. The serial number means nothing. It's what I need. I'm like, okay. But this guy, 
this technician was like, dude, this oven is like really, really damaged. I think you need an entirely new unit. I'm like, new unit, like a new body. He's like, no, dude, like, I think you need a new oven because truly the oven was just kind of like almost melting, like sinking in itself. And we had some trouble with the burners, but I figured I just like didn't know how to use it. To be honest, like I've never had such a nice appliance before. Like I'm not out here living in new apartments. I'm always in older Los Angeles kind of Spanish style stuff with like stock, you know, ovens and fridges and whatever. Like, I mean, to quote Needy Links, like I had a white refrigerator in my last apartment. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm out here balling out of control, you know? So I text Karen and I say, hey, listen, I had an Ilve technician come out here and it seems as though he's telling me that the body of the oven is off. And it was damaged pretty badly. And I'm going to need the purchase order number and the purchase date to see if I can really like investigate this. And this woman just completely plays dumb. Like, are you sure? I think it's fine. Is it working? Is it working? I'm like, well, yeah, it's, so, it's, it's working, but something just isn't right. And I sent her pictures and she says, if you can give me until the 26th, that would be greatly appreciated. I'm trying to handle a lot hosting Christmas for my family. The ovens and the range worked as long as we had it. So I'm not sure what you're talking about or what the technician said. Have you installed it? I'll get back to you in a few days. I write to her. I totally understand. However, I'm not talking about the internal workings of the oven. I'm talking about the entire body is warped. Have a lovely Christmas. I too am hosting and trying to enjoy my Christmas. I very much appreciate the communication. Please get back to me. And then she writes, did you already test it, install it? Just trying to figure out if the technician actually tested it while it was already installed or if you're just looking at it. I go, the burners in the oven work okay, which was true. But you had told me that the doors just needed to be adjusted. However, upon further inspection, it says that the entire frame is caving in and warping. And I took pictures. And she writes, my husband is trying to find the warranty paperwork from Ilve. We want to make sure you are satisfied and sorry that you're dealing with this, which was very nice. I was like, cool. We've had the doors on and off several times before cleaning it, which, by the way, came to me completely filthy. But I'm not understanding what your technician is saying. And I don't understand why they're not going on quickly, hoping we can find a solution for you quickly. And I said very much. Thank you so much. Very much appreciate it. Did this woman get back to me on December 26th? No, folks, she does not. It's December 29th. And I said, good morning. Was your husband able to find the purchase date and purchase order number? I've called the brand several times and they said it should be easy to find in the email when purchased. And then you guys comes the lies. Now, we've all ordered shit online. There's a purchase date and a purchase order unless you deleted all of those things. Now, as a new homeowner, let me tell you, you don't trash that shit. You might not have the physical paperwork, but please believe you have the fucking email. Now, if you were as amazing as the previous owner who owned my house, Betty Ann, who's the best, she had paperwork for every single thing in the house. I have papers from like her microwave that she bought in the 80s. I mean, this woman was like a genius and a G. So essentially, she blames the contractor. May 21st was the date. However, I cannot find the purchase order number. Our contractor ordered it through his contacts, took the delivery and installed it. My husband called Ilve this morning and they there should be a two-year warranty. 
I am sorry, but I just don't understand. Maybe we should call Ilve. And I said, thank you. I gave them the serial number, but they said that won't work. I really just need the order number, please. I appreciate the hope. My hope is that we can get resolved quickly on this. Sounds good. Then we'll try to follow one more time with the contractor for the purchase order number. He's not getting back to us. And I wrote, thank you. I'm on hold with the brand again. Do you have the contractor's name? Do you know him? And then I said, unfortunately, I just spoke with the brand again. The serial number won't suffice. Just got off the phone with the manager. If you can't get the order number, I'm going to have to give this back to you. As I have had this inspected, I can't use the warranty and the body is severely damaged, which is making me worried about a gas leak. There's nothing more I can do about this without it, and I can't use this oven. I'm really bummed as I wanted this to work out, but I have now been told by the brand and a contractor, which was the guy who came out, that this needs an entire replacement. If I don't get that from you in the next 20 minutes, I'd like for you to arrange to come get it. Now, here's the thing. All of a sudden, the purchase order arrives. And this time, I call back and a different woman picks up. We'll call her Susan. And Susan, I give her the purchase order number, the purchase date. And it was interesting because, you know, when you're talking on the phone with someone and you almost like me reading these text messages, you can sort of like tell when you're kind of like unraveling something or you're reading an email. Susan looks it up. She goes, "Okay, purchase 2021. And then she kind of pauses. And she says to me, could you hold on a minute? I said, no, yeah, no problem. She comes back. She asks who she's speaking to. And you know what? Like I said at the top of this episode, I lied. Like, I'm not perfect. I lie. And I give her the name Karen and her last name. And she said, oh, okay, so you're the wife of Tim so-and-so. And I say, yep, I am. And she goes, okay, well, there is no warranty anymore. And this case has been closed. And I pause and I go, She goes, well, yeah. And she starts to read me, you guys. Date after date after service provider had been dispatched to come look at this oven three times for the burners, which obviously I thought I'm a ding dong and I don't know how to use the range, but it was really because the fucking burners were donezo. And then she says, well, no, we had a second opinion dispatched in May who deemed the oven inoperable, unfixable, and like, done. And then Tim messaged me personally on May 28th of 2022 and asked for a full refund. However, Tim purchased this through Wayfair, which is one of our partners. So then I had to go and file a claim through Wayfair so that he could get a full refund. Now. I got to tell you guys, my heart sank and I was filled with rage. So essentially what I have now found out is that this woman dicked me around for two weeks during Christmas lying to me, acting like she had no fucking idea what was happening, that her contractor bought the oven. She had no purchase order number. The doors were fine. They've been taken on and off a million times and she has no idea. So this is the text message I write. So, period. I just spoke with the manager at Ilve and I received a full report forwarded to me of the service requests that you guys made and the extensive history of the two right burners that were faulty and which, by the way, are still faulty and the doors being irreplaceable and unfixable due to body damage during transit. I also see that in May, Tim 
requested a full refund, which they advised had to go through Wayfair because that is actually where you purchased the oven from. I now have report numbers and details concluding that this oven is damaged beyond repair. Please sell me back immediately and come pick up this oven today. This bitch messages me. She takes two and a half hours to get back to me, but she's so stupid. She has her red receipts on. So I can see that she read it and I know that she's shaking in her boots. Now, during those two hours, I did what any person would do. Now, if you remember, I'd gone on Zillow to see like where they lived, Redfin, whatever. But I hadn't really done like a deep dive into who these people were. And in these two hours, while I'm waiting for her to respond to me after I've pretty much laid out the facts that this oven was a complete lemon, they got a refund and they sold me a dud oven for $2,000, which by the way, is a ton of fucking money (laughs) and could potentially have a gas leak in my house. I go and look these people up. And this is really what is the most disturbing thing of all. So Karen is a children's immigration lawyer who touts herself as a Christian and uses her Christianity in her work. She's on Twitter talking about all religious, blobbity, bloop, 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 how she as a Christian uses her church and her community and her work. She is a part of this like weird, creepy mosaic church on La Brea in Hollywood that's like a Justin Bieber like offshoot like we're like progressive Christians and we're cool with gay people. And the husband who lied to my face, who went through everything with me while she sat at their picnic table outside. And I'm telling you, my gut when I went there, her vibe being so cold, I was like, something is wrong. But I shoved it down because I was like, no, Liz, you're just bubbly. This person isn't like you're being crazy. This is an amazing deal. They live in South Pass. She's on a mom's Facebook group. There's no way these people are doing anything wrong. They're fucking rich. They're redoing their garage so that their family member can move in or whatever bullshittery story they told me. This dude works in the fucking U.S. attorney's office in the fraud department. In the fraud department, you guys. The fucking fraud department. So these assholes knowingly sold me an oven that was deemed irreplaceable, went through the rigmarole of getting a fucking refund, played dumb all fucking December while I'm trying to like cook and have my friends over and live in my fucking house, gaslighting me that she like, nothing's wrong. These motherfuckers are lawyers. And what's worse is they're like, oh, we're Christians and we use our faith to help people. So this bitch writes me back two hours later and says, the range was serviced before and the burners were serviced. And they did mention, you mentioned that the burners did work, but that's fine. If Ilve is not willing to look at the frame, we will certainly sell you your money back if you're not satisfied. We'll sell you within a couple of days. I'm like, please just give me a refund. I will send a Zell request for ease. Please let me know when and if you'd like to retrieve the range. Thanks, Karen. (sighs) And you'd think it would end there. But you know what? It doesn't. I give her my address. She waits two more days. She sends me half the money back and then tells me Habitat for Humanity is scheduled to pick it up on January 4th. I will send you any confirming details and I will pay you the remainder 
of your refund when the range is picked up. Days go by. More days go by. Habitat for Humanity. Why this woman, this, this ridiculous fucking woman, is now going to pawn off this fucking fucked up oven to Habitat for Humanity is beyond my comprehension. I try to have it picked up. I literally tell her, you can have this oven picked up anytime after 12. Then she writes me, sorry, they have to come between 10 and 11. I'm like, dude, I call Habitat for Humanity Los Angeles. They have no record of it. So I'm like, you're full of shit. Once again, Karen, Habitat for Humanity isn't coming. What's going on here? She gives me very quickly the order number. I call handle it. I say to her, I have now arranged to have someone here at the time tomorrow since the window, the next window isn't until next week. Given you said you won't fully refund me until it's picked up, will you be available immediately when they pick it up to release the funds to me? Then this bitch says, we can send you a little bit of money today and then a little bit of money on Saturday, which would be four days after Habitat for Humanity came. And I lose my mind. Karen, I'm confused. I paid you completely on time and in good faith. I don't feel comfortable not being paid the full amount tomorrow. Why do I need to wait until Saturday? I've spent a considerable amount of time and additional money handling this, and I need the money to purchase another oven. This is a lot of money for us, and I need to be paid back in full. So I lose my mind. I call back the brand. And Susan picks up the phone, and I'm like, hey, Susan, I have a confession to make. My name is Liz. My name is not Karen. And let me tell you everything that happened. So I tell Susan everything that happened. She's dying, literally puts me on speakerphone so that everybody in the customer service office can hear and is like, these scammers are terrible people knowing they sent you a defective oven done. Not even a defective, a fucking totaled oven range, a very expensive one. Knowing damn well, she's like, I know because I'm the one that was dealing with them. She couldn't believe it. Terrible thing. Habitat for Humanity comes. I'm like, give me my money back. She's like, I need to get paid. I'm like, you live in South Pasadena. Give me my fucking money back. (sighs) She sends me a little bit of money on Zelle. And then I obviously call up every lawyer friend I have. And I'm like, what do I say? And I basically then lay it out to her. I'll give you cliff notes. I say to her, the oven has been retrieved by Habitat for Humanity per your arrangements. I need to be paid by 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday, the remainder of my funds, or I'm going to have to exercise all of the resources I have to make this right. Now, apparently in legal talk, that's like, bitch, I'm going to sue you. But here's the thing. Here's the big question mark in all of this. How did these two White, privileged, assholian fucking people who, by the way, I've like, I know everything about their life. She's two years younger than me. Three kids. How the fuck did they think they were going to get away with this? Was I just going to be like, oh, cool, boobity boop. The doors never fucking work. These range never fucking works. The burners never fucking work. All good. Like in a mom's group. So uh, here's the thing. Here's what's going to happen, friends. I am getting this bitch kicked out of this motherfucking mom's group. I now have added myself to the 500 person wait list in the event that I have a child this year or next year 
And by the time I have said child, I can be an active participant in the mom's group. I am horrified that this happened. I am so angry. I am so mad at myself that I put myself in this situation. I have my money back. I went and bought a very expensive oven, which I'm like having delivered tomorrow and hope to God, fucking I don't get scammed again, but that's a whole nother story. And here is what I would say to all of you listening. And thank you for going on this journey with me. Um, don't buy major appliances on Facebook Marketplace. Trust fucking no one. Definitely don't trust people that are like crazy performative about their religion and how like all they do is help people because those people are motherfucking scammers. And like Rachel said, like, I think sometimes people are in spots where like they need to eat. They need money. Like, I don't think everything's so cut and dry when it comes to morals. I don't. I think like we all are out here trying to survive and do our thing. So like, I've been scammed before by people. Like one time, my friend Vicky and I, we really wanted weed and we went like super late off of like 25th Emission, which is like so sketch, right by the BART. And we tried to buy weed from this like kind of crackhead and she robbed us. She took our money and ran and we never got the weed. And we were 16 and like clearly that bitch needed that money. You know, we didn't need the eighth, apparently. I mean, I think we did, but whatever. Like, it happened. I've been in other countries. People have stolen shit from me. Clearly, they needed it. Whatever. That's on them. Karma is a fucking bitch. I might not believe in Jesus Christ because I don't believe in Jesus Christ. But I do believe in doing the right thing and whatever that means to you and being kind and being honest and being good. These two officers of the fucking court are terrible, dishonest scumbags. And a big thing for me that I've really uncovered in therapy is I've have felt like silenced or like shut down or ghosted like a lot in my life. I've had like a lot of really interesting like institutional like wrongdoings. Like I had some fucking crazy shit pop off at boarding school where I like straight up almost died, which I mentioned in the diary episode. Like I worked at this place one day, I don't know if I'll ever talk about it, where this girl tried to get me fired on my fucking wedding day. And like no one did shit because everybody was protecting themselves. And like it was traumatizing. Like it feels horrible to feel silent. So I don't know what I'm going to say to this bitch. I'm definitely going to say something, whether it's in a fucking text message or it's in a letter to her house. Because by the way, I know where she lives, which is insane. Why would you scam someone and have them come to your fucking house and have your kids around and shit? Like, honestly, that's the craziest thing of it all. Like, truly. And there was something very kind of like <sighs> gratifying about it being so cut and dry. Like, I have all of the reports forwarded to me. I can see all of the service reports. I can, I called the company in Pasadena that was the second, um, that was like the second reference to saying that the fucking oven was trashed. You know what I mean? Like, I've spoken to everyone. These people damn well knew that they sold me a fucked up range oven. They should never have done it. You know, they should have taken the L. They clearly got a fucking refund and like moved on. But 
it's the like, I gotta just say what I need to say for me, you know? And the house, it's like everything is a lesson, you know? And speaking up for myself, obviously I didn't call her any names and shit. I can do whatever I want on this podcast. And I'm still like not saying their names, even though I fucking could, but I'm not going to because that's fucked and I'm not a terrible person. But yeah, don't trust any of these hoes on Facebook. These hoes are not loyal. 